The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Welcome back. Welcome, 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 welcome back. Kieran is back in the house, everybody. We have a full Ooh, yes. team here today. Uh, if you want to just erase that off, that that's fine, Kieran. But we're all good here. Thank you very much for joining us for Hoop Ball Raptors podcast. Like I said, Kieran is back here today. Kieran, you want to say hello to everybody? What's going on? It's good to be back. Kind of. I was at the cottage, so, you know. <laughs> and Ben, always, as here you are. Yeah, doing well myself. I've been on the golf course, so no complaints here. Excellent, excellent. So, another beautiful day out there in hoopball country. On that note, if you would like to follow the podcast here, please follow us at Hoopball Raptors. That's on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to tell the people how to f- find you out there, Kieran. Uh, at kdilla1981 on Instagram and at k underscore dilla on Twitter. And Ben, do you want to tell the people where you are? Uh, yeah, for me, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram. It's the same handle, um, at Benny and the Raps. And as always, if you're trying to figure out what I'm saying online, just on Twitter, at Brendan Hodgins. That's at Brendan Hodgins on Twitter. If you get the chance, please head on down to hoop-ball.com, hoop-ball.com. That is for all your basketball needs. We're starting to get into the second round here and a couple of late matchups. So get what their wager pass is giving you. There's a lot of good stuff on, you know, how many games you're expected in the series, the over-unders, etc. Head on down to hoop-ball.com to get all that good stuff. Well, guys, speaking of the playoffs... Things exciting tonight. Big game down in Denver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm watching that one now. It's uh, it's pretty wild. Um, Michael Porter Jr. certainly wants the series to end tonight. He had 22 of the team's first 25 in the first quarter. Wow. wow. So he's crazy. popping off. Yeah, he's His making best a game statement. impression. Yeah, yeah. Well, he plays a little different style. Got about a foot <laughs> on him, but... Uh, but yeah, I think uh, the basketball world went pretty crazy in their last game when uh, Dame hit the two shots, uh, two buzzer, not one, but two buzzer beaters to send it into overtime twice. Uh, didn't get the win, of course, but uh, that was uh, best. Yeah, he put one up from the like the logo. So far. Mm-hmm. Banked one in, too. I'm sure he called it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. And, uh, Powell, had, Powell had one big night for them here, but uh, other than that, he's been relatively quiet. Well, it's a different style over there, right? It's like he's not going to be in Toronto. You get you get get into the corner. Lowry gets you the ball. You put it up. Pretty much need to make your own shots for Portland. Mm-hmm. And he can do that though, as he demonstrated in that game. So it's just a matter of opportunity and you know not overdoing it and getting yourself benched when you're not one of the role players or the key players on the uh, the squad just yet. But I'm, I'm rooting for them just because of just because of Norm yeah. Powell. So. We'll see. No, well, Portland, Portland's up now, and yeah. uh, still early in the second half or the first half. But uh, yeah, I hope we get a game seven for sure because it's been a great series. Yeah, uh, for both those teams, neither of them can make it easy on their fan bases. Mm-hmm. 
No, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they've had a lot of early exits between the two. Yeah. My favorite yeah. series so far has been the uh, the Clippers Mavs, watching Kawhi oh, struggle. Yeah. Oh, did you see the final Jeez. shot last night oh, with Rondo yeah. getting in his yeah, face? Oh my yeah. goodness. Love and air. It was like uh, he was trying to recreate that Philly one with the four bouncer going to the corner, but like it just like, did dude, not yeah, work you, out. That doesn't work down there. No, and it was Something great defense by um, Finney Smith there on him. But uh, yeah, he had eight seconds left. You know, he was acting yeah. like it was uh, a couple, like, two seconds. But. Yeah, could have like done something. But uh, no, Luke. Uh, yeah, Doncic has just been just oh, crazy. Yeah. Didn't finish too strong yesterday, but it was just he just. It's insane. The guy's 22 years old, so he's going to have an insane future ahead of him. I yeah, saw so something. There's, oh, like he, out of, what, say they had 39 baskets or something like that. Oh, he yeah, assisted yeah, yeah. on 30. He was either scored or 31. assisted on 31 yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah. 83% yeah, yeah. of their field goals, yeah. Jesus. And I think 74 maybe percent of their points just because of the free throws, but insane. It was a funny starting lineup, too. Um, it was a record-breaking lineup. They had two of the, I think, six tallest players in history. They put Boban out there to start the game uh, with Kristaps <laughs> Porzingis. So they had a 7'3 and a 7'4, and they were playing a zone. So it was, uh, it was funny to watch at the start. But... And Luca's not exactly a short guy himself, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah, he's out there. Yeah, it's the biggest lineup. It's a towering uh, lineup. Yeah. But on top of that, it's fun to watch Luca play when, like, he you know gets to the net and gets a layup in, and then automatically just looks at everybody. And goes, you can't guard me. Yeah, yeah. Can, like, he, but you can kind of hear him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's got he's, some swagger. Yeah, he's an odd dude though because he's not like overly athletic, not super fast. Um, well, he's but, Dirk. It's the new Dirk. Yeah, right? he's just he's, <laughs> he's big. He's strong. I mean, he's you know relatively quick, but not. Uh, not like one of his defining characteristics, but he can just, yeah, take it to the net strong. He can hit these crazy shots. Still, like a lot of young guys, needs to work on some shot selection here and there. He took some some wild shots, but, uh, you know, he sometimes makes them too. So uh, he's just, he's a lot of fun to watch and a lot of fun when he's playing against a team that you want to see go down like this. So, yeah, and it's amazing that um, Atlanta came out of a trade with Trey Young and everyone's like, well, you blew that trade. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You still, hey, you could have had this guy. say that about though. Trey, man. Like, he just put the Knicks in their place. Yeah, but he put the Knicks in their place. Yeah. These guys are putting yeah, the Clippers the Knicks in their team place. This year, Come though. on. They're putting the Clippers. They're putting Paul George and Kawhi Leonard yeah. in their place. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. How'd they do last year, the Clippers? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> we're talking about the Knicks, okay? No, I know. I know. Yeah, that'll be a crazy... Uh, big off-season story if if they blow it tomorrow against Dallas for sure because all eyes would be on Kawhi again mm-hmm. I mean they're not out they can definitely still win this no no home yeah. team has won yet in this series which is interesting yeah. <clears throat> so you know they're due for their win but if they go out you know I'll be happy and yeah I don't know what the big plan is there or like what Kawhi's move is because like, you're already home you can't go anywhere else now because you just want to be home so I guess you're just stuck there and they got to work with you or something but See what's yeah, going on. and the other one, uh, yeah, it'll be crazy. The other one tonight is um, LeBron could be out as well. We could have both LA teams mm-hmm. eliminated potentially. Yeah, I just saw that Anthony Davis is going to play. Who Ooh. knows oh, how many minutes? That's but, exciting. Yeah. 
Yeah, but uh, I also saw a fun stat. LeBron is the all-time leader in points per game when he's uh, in an elimination game. He averages 33.5 points when his oh. back's against the wall. Now we'll finally see if he can actually be playoff Bron or if that's yeah. a thing of the past. Yeah, yeah. At There's a good chance we'll that he's not even healthy too, right? Oh, for sure. But yeah. still. But, you can, I know. I can guarantee you the you know how mad the NBA is going to be if New York – Boston and both LA teams are out. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Wow. Jeez. Have the Nuggets, the the Suns, the Utah. Hawks. They're just gonna be like, no, no, no. Brooklyn's New York. Brooklyn's in New York. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Right. Everybody watch Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. The Blazers. Yeah, Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah geez. Small, and that's they're they're cities. going head to head. They don't even get to wait to the finals or the conference finals. They're going up next round. <clears throat> the Bucks uh, and the uh, the Nets. Yeah, that's gonna be yeah. a great series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what uh, Philly Hawks? That's going to be something. Uh, no one's sure about Embiid. Yes, Embiid with the uh, minor minor meniscus tear. Oh no, I didn't see that. I don't yeah, know. So I feel like not sure if he can play through it. He might be able to. Is that right? I thought it was a little less serious. Like I kind of felt like, you know, the series they had what three chances to eliminate that team. So like he probably could have played if he had to. But I don't. I'm not the doctor, of course. But. So it's just what I saw that that's what was diagnosed. Now, I don't know how minor the tear is. It could be one of those things where it's like you wear a brace for the rest of the season and then you yeah. get off-season surgery. Or it's yeah, minor yeah. and then you tear the hell out of it. And, yeah. You know, like Durant. You could play next Yeah, year. exactly. Well, the only thing about your meniscus is that uh, it doesn't matter how minor the tear is. The only way you can fix it is with surgery. Right. Okay. So he's going to get surgery at some point, whether it's for the full meniscus or just part of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. Yeah, they might just do a scope, which is a lot less time. But if you get, like, the full surgery, it's about six months recovery, I believe, before you can really start getting going on it. Hmm. Well, I put my money on them to win it all, so hope not. to him. But that's definitely bad news. I still might be able to deal with the Hawks, but that could be uh, definitely level the playing field. No, you're not getting past uh, Giannis or Brooklyn without Embiid, for sure. No, yeah, yeah. That I think no matter what happens in that series, I think the winner of uh, Brooklyn Milwaukee is probably the winner of the East fairly easily at this point. But we'll see. Anything can happen. Yeah, I just you know hate to see it be Brooklyn because I'm always gonna root for the underdogs when it comes to uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever the whatever it happens to be. You know, you just you know super teams, right? They're kind of hard to cheer for. Oh yeah, no, no. Ask uh, Steve Nash, the coach. He can uh, root for I that. I know that's the only thing you can <laughs> hang your hat on. But yeah, yeah. Not no, in it's... New York. Who wants to cheer for New York? I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with the super team thing. Like you got, you know, three stars. That's just. Uh, I don't know. Not interesting basketball. And, and that's what, you know, we got into this rut with Golden State and uh, Cleveland for a few years where it was just all, it's going to be them in the finals. That's it. It's like, yeah. why are we even having this season? You know, let's just have a big match off with them. And that's it. So uh, I hope we don't end up in a situation like that. But the West is sort of, you know, just a wild West lead. right now. It's that uh, that rut uh, you mentioned it did kind of lead to everyone else kind of loading up though and taking it more seriously which is now what you got in the west right which i don't mind yeah but then it's also led to brooklyn which is just yeah, you might yeah. end up in the same scenario where maybe there's not as much of a west counterpart but if these guys stick together you know they can yeah. easily dominate with those guys for a few years 
Yeah, and at least Golden State built their own team, and like mm-hmm. Steph Curry is a much more likable star than any of those guys. Yeah, in Brooklyn no, their story was amazing. You know what I mean? And you know, yeah. even like the, the comeback from LeBron and everything, it was just an insane for what it was. It was still like earned, yeah. and uh, yeah, yeah. they didn't. Yeah, the only frustrating involved. thing there was when they went and got Durant. It's like, yeah, oh, come on. Yeah, that's yeah, that's insane. Like the champions were able to get Durant on their team. You know, could the Raptors champions add you know Paul George to the team or something? That was no. the uh, that, was that was the, the year. Yeah, of yeah. course. That only happened though. It was like a twist of fate, right? That was the year the new TV deal kicked in and the salary cap jumped by twenty five million or whatever it is. That's the yeah. only reason that could have happened. Yeah. But so it was a rare, rare opportunity. But. Anyway, shall we get into the uh, the Raptors here? Yeah, I guess we can uh, get forward with our <laughs> big end-of-the-year show. So we're going to go through a couple things here. Uh, start off with the player awards. Like I joked to Ben, I guess there was technically three coaches this year, but yeah, we'll yeah. just give it to Nick Nurse there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I, know, uh, I was going to say I was going to give it to that guy that stepped up. Sergio! When, Sergio. When six, you know, <laughs> oh, Freddie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was the only guy not invited to dinner that night. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. It's like, where were and you? They all got to... <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, we'll just do a couple because essentially most improved and six man, I think, would probably be the same guy. But we'll start off here with uh, rookie of the year, which uh, might be obvious, but we can at least give some conversation to the other guys. Ben, who do you think for you was your rookie of the year? Uh, I mean, pretty much hands down, you got to go with Malachi Flynn, uh, just mostly because he got the most playing time, and he did do quite a bit with it. Uh, we'll probably get deeper into that when we kind of give letter grades out, but um, yeah, I'd give him Rookie of the Year. He filled in very nicely um, when both of the point guards were out, and um, you know, Jalen Harris, though, I swear, if uh, if the season had been longer, I think he would have given him a good run for this award. But uh, but Malachi Flynn, Rookie of the Year for sure. I think I could think Harris could have easily had it if he got some just based off you know the couple games we saw him in. So yeah. nothing. But uh, I mean, he, he was looked good more in those uh, games. game ready, yeah. especially ready. you know when you look at um, Flynn when he started. Right, he was you know he kind of warmed up to the role and by the end was looking a little more in game shape whereas Harris just came out firing like yeah. that so you give him enough time I think he definitely could have stole it <clears throat> based off of numbers alone he might even have it but um just doesn't have volume or minutes or anything like that yeah. but you know per 36 he's probably looking much better uh on paper anyways but uh no he's definitely uh you got to give it to Flynn I'm not disputing that yeah, but I yeah. think Harris would have definitely made it an interesting sort of season if we got to play both of them all year and then Gillespie, of course, uh, the other who did a, yeah, great job of what he did. Just his job isn't as you know substantial as theirs, kind of thing. We just need him to get boards, and he got some offensive rebounds for us, which uh, is a big, big area we've been lacking in. So I still think he was quite, uh, quite useful. And you know, we had him for a fraction of the season, and he was brand, brand new to the league. So yeah, earned himself a deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm uh, not mad at that at all. So. Congratulations, Malachi Flynn. Flynn, yeah, on the Hoop Ball Raptors Rookie <laughs> of the Year, and he also he, he was Rookie of the Month for one. So like you got to hand it to him there. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that big month, uh, and that the like, COVID unlike, month when he when uh, he just played a lot. I think yeah, it was, it was March, I believe, or March. Yeah, something yeah. sort of the name. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> 
But, uh, the, and that is part of the thing. Like, uh, Harris, yeah, did look really good for a few games there when he was in. I think Flynn had a lot more put on his shoulders, so yeah, that'll affect your play a little bit as well. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I would say Flynn for sure. Just like you guys said, sample size is his double the other guys anyways. Triple that of Harris, so mm-hmm. got to give it to Flynn there. Uh, okay, so most improved. Who would be your most improved, Kieran? Uh, I'm gonna give that to Chris Boucher. He, uh, yeah, he stepped up in a big way this year, and I'm uh, I'm expecting kind of now the same sort of maybe not quite the same leap, but I definitely expect him to build and improve off of this season. But you know, he just got more minutes. He was better in pretty much every way, and uh, just did a lot more for the team. He brought a big boost of energy a lot of the time. Still, you know, plenty of room for improvement and all that and some shot selection and things like that. But uh, just compared to what he was last year and even just, you know, seeing him develop on the team when he was just, you know, at the end of games, he'd only ever used to play just chuck up one or two threes to last year where he got a bit of a role. And this year he's, you know, earning himself a starting spot maybe. So, uh, yeah, I got to go with Boucher. There you go, Ben. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you think for there for uh, most improved player on the Raptors? Yeah, well, uh, you know, I can't really disagree with Boucher. He, um, I mean, he got the most opportunity compared to what he's had in the past. I don't know. He probably averaged under 10 minutes a game in years past. This year he was up over 20. Um, got a handful of starts as well. Um, he really started showing what he could do as well towards the end of the season while he was still healthy, and we did have um, Kemp Birch out there for him to work with. Mm-hmm. That was good. And, uh, yeah, he had, like, a couple 30-point double-doubles and uh, was really, really just playing well. Kind of like that old, I don't know, Chris Bosh at his peak, but Chris Bosh light, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the only other guy that would even be in the conversation, I think, would be OG Ananobi. Mm-hmm. Um I know we know how great he's been in the past, and everyone kind of expected this. Like, even when he came in the league, we knew he was had a huge amount of upside, and we all kind of projected this. But uh, this year, I think more than ever, he really showed uh, his, that he's getting towards, like, uh, his, his peak uh, basketball. Like, uh, just doing everything. His playmaking was improved. He had a couple games it's towards the end of the year where he was, like, six, seven assists. Um, he was my offensively mentions. he's doing all kinds of things that he wasn't doing before you know he can handle the ball incredibly well now so he's the only one that would be close but uh i guess just because boucher you know came from a further place you know had more room to grow yeah a lot so of this opportunity well. right so yeah um we'll be seeing that next year with a couple guys who it's going to be will be in well and who we keep on all that but uh There'll be a few guys coming back who will be interesting to see how they develop. And, you know, Gary Trent Jr. is a big one. Birch, Gillespie, all those guys are easily potentials for next year's most improved. Utah. Yeah, well, and what I liked uh, the most about OG, too, is because he got his contract extension before the season. And, you know, if he had kind of, like, he got paid, right? Like, he's done. He could retire now. But, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, you know, you've seen it in past with some guys um, where they'll get that deal and then, you know, the growth stops. They stop putting the work in. And he was quite the opposite, so I was uh, was very impressed with that. Yeah, I don't I don't see him slowing down. He's still no. young, and he's going to put that Very young, yeah. Yeah, just on, on both those guys, um, I, like, I would agree. It's probably Boucher just mostly because it was the least expected of that big of a jump. Uh, mm-hmm. They had a pretty similar jump in like career versus twenty twenty one uh, stat lines. Like uh, what 
Chris Boucher scored almost five more points per game this than his career average this year. Uh, he had almost two more rebounds per game. His shooting percentage went up in both field goal, just general, and three points. So and his assists went up. So he was looking pretty good this year compared to his career numbers. But even like he went up from last year, almost ten minutes played per game. Yeah, and that's what you like to see, too, is when they have an increase in volume but maintain or improve on that efficiency, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's what and he yeah, did. He went from 13 excellent. to 24 minutes. Yeah, so that's a pretty big jump. Double his minutes, like, yeah. What your role is, right? Uh, but and he was facing, seemed... like, just much better competition this year than he has in the past. Usually he's going up against the other team's 10th man or whatever. But Yeah, that's a good exactly, point. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, now, OG did have a pretty big jump. He had pretty much a six-point-per-game versus his career uh, jump. However, it, last year, he was it was more like a five-point versus, which is not exactly bad. He Same thing, though. His efficiency went up. He's taking more threes, but he was hitting more threes, too. So it was yeah. kind of an interesting change for him. That was the biggest difference, right? He doubled the amount of threes he takes per game, but he didn't lose any efficiency. He actually gained some. A little bit, yeah. That's all. If, like if you're if you're hitting them, that's it's not a bad thing to do. I know how you're feeling about the three ball can be sometimes, but well, I just OG's this was not our year for that. We had I don't we had like barely anybody that shot over forty percent. Uh, if you like seen our stats but lined up, but the only people who over forty percent at first were Norm Powell and um, Jalen Harris. Actually, Utah was right yeah. at forty, but like none of our our main you know main cast could get over you know. OG was a, OG was and Lowry were both right there, but still, it's uh, it's when, when you know you're that kind of team. Um, those yeah. those are hard numbers. I'm gonna to, blame that on the Tampa Bay gym. How about that? <laughs> They're not in the home well, barn, right? Yeah, part of that too is yeah, you're right. Some of it is you're trying to get used, but they miss so much time in between some starts. Like it's basically you're starting from scratch again, getting your getting your stroke back. Yeah. Oh, last year we weren't any different. So it's just a, a thing. We don't really have uh, a very efficient volume shooters at the moment. So it's true. I remember toward you know towards the end of the season we were kind of keeping track that uh, when the Raptors shoot uh, or take less than forty three attempts per game, they tend to win. When they go over that, it doesn't go oh, very yeah, well. Man. And, doesn't surprise. Some of that though could be because they're getting crushed and they're just pi- firing up threes at the end. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, a lot of blowouts towards the end, but, uh, yeah, you know. Anyways, so I think we all landed. He's got 13 in the first half here. He's popping off. Nice. boy. I think we can all agree, however, that, yeah, we're going to go with Boucher here for most improved with OG pretty much. It's kind of like 1A, 1B. All right, and then uh, on that note, we're moving on to the next award here. Who do you think was the MVP for the Raptors this season? Uh, Kieran, if you want to start it off. Um, This one I was going to give to Pascal Siakam. Whoa. Yeah. No one saw that uh, coming. I guarantee you nobody saw that coming. But, uh, this is where I throw my notes in the air. <laughs> <laughs> no, at the end of the day, yeah, he kind of, you know, he was there for us through a lot of the games, especially towards the end of the season. I really liked, you know, overall, you know, he just didn't have the best start, but, you know, he started to, you know, earn those dollars. That's what I kept saying about him is you got to earn that money. And I found towards the end of the season, he was getting a lot more assists. He was getting a lot more rebounds. He was scoring. He was, you know, being more aggressive, going to the line. So, uh I really, uh, yeah, I liked what he did this year. And, I mean, there was just, 
you know, no one else really kind of stood out too much. But there's a, you know, it was a tough race. We had a few guys who you could argue very easily would be the, uh, the MVP, but, uh, no, I'm going to give him credit where credit is due. He had a strong finish and that's kind of what's, what's left in my memory. Now, if I went back and looked at some of the early footage, I'm sure I could be talked out of it, but, um, <laughs> yeah, no, he had a good, strong finish and I'm hoping, you know, he can take that and keep going next year with that and, I got. I, I have. Uh, I have high hopes for next season. So we'll see. Good stuff. Good stuff. You know, I don't think there's too much anybody can disagree with there. Ben, uh, your choice here for MVP. Well, yeah, I won't uh, disagree with anything. Uh, anything you said about Pascal there, Kieran. Um, mm-hmm. He did have, yeah, just a fantastic year. You know, he's always. He's never going to be the super consistent LeBron James like game in game out same thing. You know, he's a bit of a wild ride, but. Um, but uh, I did go another way for this award. I went with Freddie Van Fleet. Um, I know he missed a bunch of time uh, towards the end of the season and everything, but um, despite that, I just thought he did a really good job kind of holding everything together, even though we weren't really winning. But uh, he kept us in a lot of games, and even when he was kind of the only guy out there for a little while, didn't have his running partner, Kyle, for a lot of times. He had to... Uh, he had to uh, start with uh, the rookie there quite often, which is probably no easy task. Um, and beyond that, just everything we saw off the floor as well. Like, you know, this guy is coaching up the young guys in the locker room and on the floor. And he just brought it every night, uh, probably highlighted but by that uh, that huge game. He had 54 points, which was um, uh, the most ever by an undrafted player. So, um, yeah, for me, it was him uh, just all year, kind of start to finish. He was just fantastic so and he really showed that um the big thing was yeah he just showed that um we're not gonna have a problem you know passing the torch here if kyle lowry does leave and that's the big one so yeah i would uh, see i would for for like a runner-up i would have probably said lowry was more valuable than van vliet personally but van vliet just see, his efficiency gone, yeah. his efficiency this year just wasn't there for me um, and then Lowry, like I find a lot of Lowry's sort of value is not necessarily just in it. He had good numbers, don't get me wrong. Um, but he's just, you know, his off the ball stuff, his drawing the charges, um, just his, you know, leadership role and everything like that. And how he's, you know, takes some of the young guys. And to be fair, Van Vliet's done that a few times too. But um, Lowry is, you know, without a doubt, the heartbeat of the Raptors. So I think uh, that kind of sways my vote just because... I know, like, when we don't have Lowry, you know, we're a different team, and uh, you can really tell, so. That's a good point. Like, he's the most impactful. Like, when he's out of the lineup, like, the whole team changes. So that's a good point. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, the only thing know. I had against him was he only played, uh, whatever, yeah. 40, 45 games. Yeah, the injuries. But, so. and, and at the end, too, I'm sure like, he could have played more, but it was just, yeah, no, his, yeah. like I said, he got a hangnail, so I'm going to rest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Well, it's good to see that you guys are both wrong. Uh, well, yeah. Oh, really? MVP. Okay. <laughs> do tell. No, I, I do like uh, both your selections there. It's hard to argue with either of them. And then Kieran comes back with a pretty good point about Lowry. But uh, what I uh, my choice here for MVP has got to be OG. Okay. Well, and I'm going to explain. You better. <laughs> yeah. No, so I feel like when OG was on the court watching, especially near the end of the season there, the Raptors stood a better chance of winning. Um, a lot of it has to do with, A, he was pretty aggressive on ball this year. He was hitting those threes when a lot of the other guys weren't in certain situations. I noticed that happening in more than one game. And then also he defends the other team's best player and gives our defense the anchor that it needs. I found our defense when OG wasn't in there, 
uh, really lacked that ability because they kind of like to do the you don't uh, you send a help when a guy comes in, mm-hmm. but when OG was on, and then you but that kept leave never we kept saying is like how is Neto having a freaking thirty point game against us? How is um, it was always whatever guy on the team who usually scores like eight was always going off for twenty five against us is because we were doing that help to go guard Embiid and someone was wide open on the three point line. I found when OG was in there, he was taking that guy. He needed a lot less help, or he was the one providing the help and uh, leaving the other guys to be able to guard the perimeter. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think just the defensive rating there when he was in was so much higher. So I have to go with OG here as far as the most valuable for the chances of the team winning. See, that's why OG is my defensive player of the year for the Raptors. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't yeah. even think we really need to have that one because we were all just going to It sounds exactly like we need that because OG is not our MVP. He's our defensive oh, player of the year. Oh, okay. I see. He's right, defensive right. players can't win MVP. Mm, generally not how that works. <laughs> yeah, Rudy Gobert is never winning MVP in this league. <laughs> yeah, but a Rudy Gobert doesn't Mark, score the way OG scores. He can scores. block 15 shots a game. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, no, but it, the, the, the that is a good point though, because it's kind of like Kieran said about Kyle Lowry. Like he's um, if he's not out there, the offense is just a whole different story. Yeah, we're and much you really notice it. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, so OG is the same thing on the other end. That's quite true. You know, it's a whole different uh, scheme we have to. Play. While also remaining to score, like there was a few games where he was guarding the team's best player and like hard assignments, and he was still putting up twenty points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they call him. They they compared him to you know future Kawhi in uh, when he came out of the draft so it's looking more and more that way. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I he talks about as much as leap. Kawhi too. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. He just he, like I said before, he's just got to get the laugh down. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't uh, anyway. When Rondo got in Kawhi's face, I couldn't believe he like he just didn't say anything. It's like who t- who <laughs> acts like that? It's such a such an interesting guy. Fun guy. Anyway. <laughs> I forgot about that. Anyways, uh, yeah, so if we do, did do a defensive player of the year here, we would all agree OG. Was sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. I don't think we really need to get into that one. And I think six man, if we were going to do that, it'd be Boucher. Yep, Boucher. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, who would you go with if it wasn't him? Because Boucher started a bunch of games. Then it gets a little trickier. I had like I was tossing around either uh, like Trent, um, Freddie kind okay. of thing. But again, there's just we had some people who barely played. Utah was you know sometimes a big spark, but not really ever producing big numbers. Whereas you know, um, well, Trent the, had like, there was what, a 40 45 different starting lineups, so it's impossible to tell. Yeah, exactly. But right. um, I, the Trent was a pretty solid you know six man. Uh, I would say especially. He just, I don't know, he's so up and down, but, you know, his his games, like, no one else has peaked the way he's peaked so far, you know what I mean? Like, he, he had that, like, one monster game, a bunch of other good games, and then a few not-so-good games. <clears throat> so, um, but yeah, it was a toss-up. And then Gillespie, I just love off the bench just for, you know, not even scoring points or anything, but just attacking the glass, rebounding, you know, blocks, getting in the way kind of thing, just playing his role perfectly, so... Um, yeah, he was more a true kind of bench player than the rest of the guys. Like, because you could say Birch mm-hmm. maybe, but if Birch been there all year, he would have been starting, right? Yeah. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I liked Bembry. I thought he was an underrated kind of a uh, bench piece. Like, obviously nothing flashy, but uh, not unlike Gillespie. He kind of knows his role. Like, you know, he's like a worse version of OG. He plays pretty good defense on the ball. <laughs> yeah. and, I, don't know. I like it. A worse version of OG. Yeah. 
Uh, the, the only reason why I say you have to give it to Boucher is because if everything had gone to plan, he would have been the sixth guy all year. Yeah, he probably yeah. would have been in the running for the, the real award, NBA-wide. Yeah, well, he even, he was. He got sixth place, I think. Okay. Yeah, he got voted for both, both uh, for... If you ain't first, uh, you're last, Brendan. No, I know, but like in the what the whole NBA, he was he did he did get votes for sixth man, so okay. makes sense yeah. that he'd be our sixth man. And then also, I think he got votes for most improved in the NBA as well. Yeah, well, yeah, that's well. There's a handful of Toronto uh, journalists that vote. Yeah, yeah, that's all that's. <laughs> but yeah, he's he's improved so much that yeah, obviously he's the best guy off the bench now. You know, he's improved enough to be considered a starter some of the time, and he started in yeah. 14 games this year, so you know. Yeah. And next year, who knows? But he yeah, might he's, he might even be one of those guys you just keep off coming off the bench just because of the energy he gives you, and you know he can perform well off the bench. So he might even be you know qualified or potentially to be a starter for us. I think we might still want to have him come off the bench like a Derrick Rose kind of thing. You know, some he could easily start, but yeah, Derrick Rose or even from the same team, Taj Gibson, right, could be a starter half the time, and he did, but. They would rotate him and Nerlens Noel as who's going to be their center, depending on what they needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So if you need a smaller lineup, maybe it's Boucher. At the- right. Yeah. Exactly. Depending on your matchup. Yeah. And who the hell knows who our center is going to be next year? So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On that note, let's move on here to the letter grades. I think we got all the uh, the awards we need to get away there. We're not going to do exact or anything of the year. No. No. <laughs> they no give you a lifetime so. achievement award to Kyle Lowry. Yeah, I sure. think that's uh, or like uh, you know best teammate, teammate probably Kyle Lowry. Yeah, Dame just won that for the league. Did he really? Okay, good. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'd never it's, heard of that one. But. It's like the Walter Payton Award, I think, for it's like mm-hmm. both on and off the court best. Oh yeah, okay. I think yeah. the NHL is one too. Ted Lindsay the Lady Bing, Lady Bing. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, yeah, it's that kind of thing. It's like he's voted on by the players who they think is, you know, the best player to play with. Damn, eh? Interesting. Yeah. It was on Twitter the other day. Uh, Okay, so let's move on to letter grades here. We'll probably start with kind of the bench players and move our way up to the more, you know, impactful guys and where the more conversation is. Uh, Okay, so let's take a look here. Uh, We'll start going big here. Paul Watson. Kieran, what do you you think for a letter grade there? Um, Paul Watson... I mean, he, he. I think he played two. Or what did he play? Twenty-seven games. Um, he was solid. I go with a. Uh, what did I give him? Hold on. A B minus. Yeah, I gave him a C. He was. Uh, he was pretty quiet. I mean, he was one of the ten guys. Um, the NBA record ten guys that uh, scored thirty points. He had that one huge game, and then he fell apart. I remember he was zero for ten. The next one, yeah, he checked himself out of the game. He was like, mm-hmm. "Coach, get me out of here." So, <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, beyond that game, he was pretty quiet. I don't know. He showcased a pretty basic skill set, I thought. Like, yeah, mostly like a shooter and like yeah, a, yeah. yeah, like a length defender, but, uh, not too much special. But, you know, that was what his first season, I think, right? So give him time. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, oh, no. Well, yeah. he's, he's 26, so the clock's ticking. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you know, no, he's, he's definitely like, you know, ship him off, get him out of here. But he wasn't, and he just never, nothing was ever really expected of him. He never did too much and never did, you know, he's definitely forgettable. But I found he just wasn't too, uh, 
you know, he shot reasonably well, generally, like, overall. Um, yeah, he just was all right. Forgettable is a good word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he right. just was a small uh, volume guy, so. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it wasn't too here. detrimental, usually. Moving on, so we're not uh, here for three hours. This is <laughs> the amount of time we're giving to Paul Watson. Uh, Aaron Baines. Aaron Baines. Uh, ben, go ahead. Well, I'm dropping the F-bomb on this guy. Uh, oh. <laughs> for sure. Um, for sure. I mean, he was just a disappointment. He came off the huge uh, huge year, at least by his standards, in Phoenix uh, last year. And he converted that into whatever we gave him, $7 million for this season. Um, but, uh, yeah, last year he put up, he shot 40% on his three balls, and that's kind of what got him paid. And uh, that evaporated. His effectiveness on defense evaporated. His, I don't know, physicality seemed to uh, escape him. You know, he just didn't seem too interested in contact on either end. And, uh, yeah, doesn't have a lot of bounce left. And no, by the end of the year, he couldn't even get minutes over the G leaders. Terrible. So I mean, terrible. He started yeah. getting minutes, like, when the season was yeah. completely over. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I gave him a D minus. Yeah, I almost think when they cut Alex Len loose, they probably should have, you know, kept him and gone with... Easily the biggest mistake of the year was just keeping him as a starter for so long and not figuring out the center position until we did. That's hands down, you know, the worst thing we did this year. I saw Masai himself even echoed that sentiment yeah. in his uh, final presser there. He took, he, took that, uh, he took that on the chin, so... <laughs> All right, who we got next? Yeah, so Aaron Bahane's fan club is going to be upset. Uh, Moving on, uh, Rodney Hood. Rodney Hood, Kieran, do you want to start this off? Rodney Hood, I gave a uh, C. Yeah, I think that's fair. uh, Based on, like, you just, you didn't get to see enough of him. He was Mm -hmm. hurt for so long. Uh, Ben, what did you give uh, Rodney? I think he's wrestling his dog at the moment, so we'll get back to uh, go. Nope, sorry, I'm here. (laughs) Austin <laughs> for a second. Um, what would you rank uh, Hood? <laughs> oh, good timing. Uh, I gave him an NA. I don't know. He was out there for, what, 15 minutes for the Raptors? Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> Kieran gave him a C just based on that. It's like, you know, you showed up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But not really. Yeah, he played in, yeah, 17 games, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. another guy. Clock's ticking. He'll probably get another contract just as a flyer because, you know. Yeah. He's, he's got some like potential left. Man, but. maybe. Yeah. But, okay. Uh, well, moving on. I think we all kind of agree there on Hood. Um, Stanley Johnson, the Stanimal, as they like to say on the broadcast. Oh, ben. Well, Kieran had fun with him all year. Why don't you go ahead? <laughs> <laughs> I gave Stanley a C minus as well. Oh, man. The only one who went as low as a D was, uh, was Baines. I didn't really give anyone else a D. I left him in his own category. And then, yeah, so C minus. It's basically the lowest I would give anyone other than Baines. So. <laughs> You know, don't don't look too much into the C. <laughs> so I gave him a D plus, and mostly just because uh, just because at the end of the season, he really pissed me off. He had what two or three games in a row scoring thirty points. Like, hey, look what I can do. Where was that all year? And he's mm-hmm. you know now he's looking for a contract, so it seemed like oh, he's just doing yeah, that. Kick him out of the that league. bothered me. So yeah, so he'll probably be gone. I think he's another guy on a, on the option, so I don't think he'll be back. He's, he's like a back, 3 and D player who can't do either very well. So Yeah, if he's back, <laughs> I retract my optimism. 
for next season. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, he had pretty yeah. bad percentages considering like he did have those pretty big games. Uh yeah, what I my issue that I had with Stanley sometimes you were watching him and you could, could just clearly see how like on his face how he was feeling about every shot he took. Like he would throw his hands up. Oh, he's up got a hideous stroke too. Like, yeah, his release point is somewhere around his chin. It doesn't look very good. Like, yeah. Got to kind of relax and let the game come to you sometimes. It can't always just be like I am the most emotional guy on the floor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, junk. Yeah. All right. So moving on from there, uh, Bembry. Let's go to Bembry. Ben, what did you uh, give Bembry? Yeah, like I said earlier, I kind of uh, I liked his performance all year. I thought he was uh, a little bit underutilized, especially at the start of the year. I don't think he played in in many of those games. And then uh, coach started giving him some run. It was a little sporadic, but uh, but yeah, he shot over fifty percent from the floor. Like he didn't shoot very much, that's for sure. But. Uh, but he did his role. Like he's a capable passer. He kept the ball moving. Uh, he's very active on defense. Um, you definitely notice him when he's on the floor. And um, yeah, I thought he played pretty well. Like uh, you know, exactly what you want from your eighth, ninth, tenth, uh, tenth guy. You know. So uh, yeah, we're gonna give him B plus. B plus. B plus. B plus. There you go. Big 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 rank in there for Bembry. He gets All right. a C plus mm-hmm. from me. You want to win? Put Bembry C in. C plus. <laughs> he uh Bembry was a little too erratic for me. I just uh I find him a little out of control whenever he has the ball. And um, you know, he's had some great games and yeah, some you know, he's definitely got energy, you know, hustles and everything, but uh yeah, that kinda I just didn't trust him with the ball, especially not any clutch moments in the game. But uh, you know, C plus isn't that bad, so Yeah, yeah for I did a notice. player. Yeah, I do notice here he had uh, two assists to one and a half turnovers, so it's not uh, not great in limited minutes. So <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, he was he had some games where definitely he improved. I just think overall it left a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth, so it bumped him down a bit. C plus. All right, there you go. So C plus and B plus for Bembry, depending on if you're talking to Ben or Kieran. And let's move on here to Utah, Utah Watanabe. Ben, Utah. what would be your ranking there? Johnny Utah. Uh, I gave him a B plus as well. There's like seven people listening that get that reference. (laughs) Believe it or not, I haven't actually seen that movie. But anyway. Um, uh, Yeah, but I gave him a B plus, you know, mostly based on expectations. Uh, He was another guy that didn't have a guaranteed deal for next year. And uh, he earned himself one. Good on him. Uh, He filled in pretty well um, when all those guys went down and... He had some time to play at the end of the season. Um, he was kind of like Paul Watson, but a lot better, um, a lot, and did a, a, did some more things, I guess. Um, but yeah, he's definitely you know spot up shooter, big body, lengthy defender, but uh, just just does a few things better. And um, I said, yeah, I put down. I probably would have given him an A minus to be honest, if uh, if he didn't allow Anthony Edwards to put him on an all time poster, but uh, <laughs> that took him down a grade. Yeah. But. Yeah, man, he had to climb out of the abyss to get back into this. Yeah, 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 and of course, like that'll be the moment everyone remembers until he has a buzzer beater sometime or something. Just resurrected. Um, yeah, I gave him a B minus. Yeah. B minus. He was, you know, did he? He was good for what he was doing. Good role player. Big energy off the floor. Some big defense. And like you said, he wasn't afraid to jump in front of anything. You know, he himself was like, yo, I'm just going to keep doing that. 
you know, sometimes you get him, sometimes you don't. So uh, I'm definitely, I uh, like his, his ceiling. I think uh, he's got some growth coming up. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, B-. minus. And like you were kind of saying, he's one of the few shooters uh, from three that had 40% or higher, so... Yeah, forty was it almost forty four percent? No, that's field goals. So it was, it was forty on the on the nose. Yeah, right. That's right. Exactly forty. So yeah, no, didn't shoot too bad. Didn't shoot high volumes or anything, but still, you know, when he did, you made him count. So good on him. Same with Paul Watson. He was uh, forty seven. I think Paul Watson outside of yeah, Alex. Yeah, I think he had highest. a lot lower um, usage rate on that though. What's that, Paul Watson? Yeah, I think like he only played the twenty seven games, right? And yeah. that, that just means like how many he dressed for. A like, lot of them were like three yeah. minutes and yeah. 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 Those are the kinds of guys you need at the end of the bench in case you ever have to play Dallas in the postseason, you know, and they have nineteen guys that are seven feet tall. Yeah. Okay, uh moving on here to Gillespie, the new Freddie, Freddie Gillespie, Freddie two. Ben, what did you give Freddie? New Freddie, I gave him a uh, an A plus on his performance in oh, the locker room. Of, an a uh, plus. <laughs> okay, this is no his performance in the locker room of whatever that song, okay. uh, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> no, I didn't give him that much. Um, I gave him uh, a B plus as well, um, just uh, kind of based on expectations as well. It's a guy that started in the G League and started his career in division three basketball so he has no business being here but he certainly uh ran with his opportunity mm-hmm. wouldn't be surprised if he starts back in the g league but with like a you know of a prominent role for that uh, for the 905 um but he was great i think kieran covered it pretty good earlier talking about rookie of the year but um yeah he just he sets the screens he does all the little things you know and uh, again those are the guys you need on the bench right it can't all be uh, can't all be shooters yeah, I gave uh, Freddie a B. A B Didn't like the Miley Cyrus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> for uh, for Freddie there, I thought he would have gained extra points. He had your favorite three point shooting line. N A. <laughs> yeah, yeah zero right. over zero. I like it. Yeah, no, no, he uh, no, he does what he does pretty well. So it'd be interesting to see what happens with him. But um, yeah, no, I like what he's bringing to the table. It's not a bad grade at any stretch. So. I'm hoping to see him do more next year. Yeah, that's fair enough. And I think just uh, to clarify for people listening out there, some of this is obviously expectation-based. I think Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily, well, he only scored four points a game. How is that a B? It's like, well, because he was only expected to score three. So, Yeah, and got rebounds and did did his job. Yeah. Okay, so the next guy up on the list here is Harris. Kieran, what was your letter grade for Harris? Uh, Harris, I gave him a C plus just because, just again, because of what we saw of him. Like I said, I thought he actually did really well in all his things, but you know, he's a rookie making mistakes and just, uh, you know, playing, I think 13 games. Yeah. So didn't get to see him much. So I'm still, uh, quite happy with what we saw from him. Just, you know, rookies don't get good grades. That's fair. All right, Ben, what, uh, what was your grade there for Harris? Yeah, I gave him a B. I mean, uh, if he had if he had uh, made his mark a little bit earlier in the season, it'd probably be higher. But uh, same, yeah, for sure. For but again, expectation though, game though, like this kid was uh, what was he fifty eighth overall in the draft? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, late second he, rounder. And he looked like really good towards the end. Yeah, Thirty. He gave Malachi a run for his money. You know what I mean? Like every game they played yeah. together, he was kind of outplaying him. So 
Yeah, definitely. I yeah. thought so. Like, uh, yeah, for, uh, Malachi kind of shrunk from the challenge towards the end. But, um, but yeah, so I like this game a lot. I hope he sticks around. I hope we get another, another look at him. Though, I mean, when you, play, when you play that way, you work your way into trade discussions as well. So we'll see. All right. And the next on the list here is uh, who you were just talking about, Malachi Flynn, the other rookie. Uh, ben, if you want to start... Well, okay, I gave him a B. Uh, I know a lot of people would probably think it was should be higher than that. Um, he just had too many bad games. I thought, like, like, like really bad games. You know what I mean? Ben, um, what grades did you get in school that you think a B <laughs> something should be higher than a B? <laughs> well, I don't know. Okay, I gave uh, tough parents over a here. C plus. <laughs> a B is what a seventy. I don't know. Um, Seventy five, man. Yeah, I don't know. There's, you know, um, but uh, yeah, he just had yeah far too many bad games. Just looked too raw a lot of the times, and uh, yeah, he only seemed to really play well man. by himself. So that's not a great sign. But he's got the talent. He's got the skills. So we'll see what happens. But. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. And Kieran, what did you say there for Malachi? Uh, C plus. C plus. Do you have any, anything to add to what Ben said, or pretty much just no all say that? Yeah. Like again, did well. You know, you just rookie doing rookie things you're not going to get a very good mark you know it's rare to see a very you know efficient you know tightly knit rookie it's usually one of the ones you got your eyes on since they were in you know junior high school kind of thing and yeah he's just uh, a rookie we'll see you know now it's like how high can you get with this but um yeah no he was i i liked what he did i think he's got lots of potential it just he's raw Okay, then. Uh, that's fair enough. Moving on to Cam Birch. Cam Birch. Uh, ben, if you want to start that off. By the way, Brendan, I did. Uh, I do have two teacher parents, so yes, report card time was scary. But, uh, <laughs> I but um, Cam Birch, uh, I think uh, I gave him an A because he just, uh, yeah, just totally blew away expectations, and he was just so much better than everybody else we put at that spot, right? He was so much better than the $7 million man, Aaron Baines. Um, and he really turned around. I mean, we didn't win a ton of those games down the stretch, but we certainly looked a lot more competitive and had a more, I don't know, competent playing style uh, once we had that guy in the lineup. And uh, he came out of Orlando with something to prove. You know, he's definitely going to earn himself some money here. I think we talked about that in an earlier show. But, uh, yeah, just what we were missing, so he gets a big A from me. All right, fair enough. Uh, Kieran, what do you say? I gave Birch a B. I thought, uh, I mean, for the same reasons, basically, you know what I mean? He did his role well. Um, <clears throat> if, uh, yeah, I think the ceiling's quite high for him. I love, like, I want to see him back on the team. His rebounding was excellent. Um, so, yeah, it's just, uh, again, you got to get a bell curve. It. I can't give him the same mark as somebody else who's clearly in another tier. So, that's um, fair, yeah. he gets to be, yeah. but, um yeah, no, he did. He did great. He did exactly what we wanted him to do, and you know, he perfect replacement he for again. for Baines. Was only on the team for so long as well, so it's hard to. Mm-hmm. That's it's another pretty thing. Small like we said, other guys is yeah. If I had seen him all year, I'd probably be giving him a bit more praise. But um, yeah. yeah, no, he was uh, he's great, and I'm hopeful that we keep him around. All right, Boucher. Boucher. Hey, Boucher. What do you think they're curing on Boucher? Uh, I gave Boucher also a uh, B. Um, again, just because of other people who are up above him and stuff, but uh, I didn't find any of our guys were 
really deserving of too high a praise this year. So, yeah, um, that's fair yeah, no, Boucher got a B again. He uh, did his job. He improved on everything. And uh, yeah, I want to give him. A, I want to give him a minus next year. <laughs> you want to see that that next level of improvement? Okay, yeah, we talked about everything think? he did in the most improved section, but uh, yeah. yeah, no, he's uh, he's doing all the right things. To hope he bounces back from his little injury at the end of the season and gets back to 100. percent So yeah, yeah, the MCL sprain there. Uh, ben uh, Boucher, what do you think? Yeah, he was. Uh, he's hurt enough that he's, he's going not to be. Um, no, he's hurt enough that he's not going to be trying out for the Canadian squad, which is a little bit troubling. But yeah, hopefully he's fine. Um, uh, no, me, I'll stick with a B as well because um, I did kind of expect this uh, out of Boucher. You know, we had seen the flashes from him just in limited time in the past, mm-hmm. and um, you know, based on the way the roster was going, you knew he was going to get a big opportunity, a lot more minutes. Um, you know, he was playing 24 minutes a game, not 35, so you can't go A-plus or whatever. But um, but he really did what he should, um, kept expanding his game. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, like you said, yeah, hopefully he keeps going up and up uh, and gets an a, gets himself an A next year. Yeah, that's fair enough. And why it might not be an A out there as well is he – there were some times where he just kind of disappeared. Like yeah, definitely. And then yeah. just be like completely gone the next game. And, you know, True. even when, when your big all-stars disappear, it's more they score like, you know, 13, 14 points. He'd be like two and play five minutes. Yeah, and so. he's, like, again, shot selection is a thing with him where he just takes these shots where, you know, some guys in the league get away with taking shots like that. You have not earned that yet, so... I think he needs the sky hook with those like eight foot arms of his. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Let's bring that back. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, so the next guy on the list here, we'll get going, is uh, Gary Trent Jr. Gary Trent Jr. Uh, ben, if you want to lead on this one. Um, Gary Trent. Uh, well, let's see. I gave him an A plus for his fashion sense because uh, he was looking pretty sharp <laughs> while he was uh, out for the most of the end of the season. I don't know. I gave him a B minus though, despite uh, the way he came in super hot. Uh, he had yeah a few really big games. I think he had a forty point one with that buzzer beater against Washington. But um, and he was pretty good. But beside that, he was. Uh, a lot like a younger norm, I guess. Like pretty inconsistent. Sometimes he was shooting himself out of the game, yeah. uh, which you you don't like to see. And uh, we talked about it too, how he was uh, a bit of a lone wolf, I guess. Um, yeah, he doesn't get uh, assists. Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll see. But uh, I do like like all the uh, the intangibles or whatever. You know, he's got everything you need. He's a great defender. I think he's going to be. And um, yeah, I think he'll be great going forward. And he's only what twenty two, so. I, uh, yeah, I also gave him a B minus. Yeah, and that's fair. And like we were saying before, with some of the other guys who didn't get to see him that much, he was also hurt a little bit while he was here. So yeah. But uh, I think we've talked about Gary Trent a lot as we had those like sections down the end of the year where it was like, all right, Gary Trent, the rookies in Ken Birch. Gary <laughs> Trent, the rookies in Ken Birch. So I think we've said a lot about Gary Trent. Um, next guy on the list here is you know the MVP of the team, OG. <laughs> Our defensive player gets from me a uh, B plus. B plus. What do you applies that? Ah, uh, just because uh, I mean, you know, he's a step above the other guys. Um, Chris Boucher got the most improved. He was next, you know, most improved for sure. Um, but yeah, I just don't think he was quite there. I think next year we'll see it from him, and next year he's probably going to have a bigger role depending on like the shifts we make. But um, 
Yeah, you know, he averaged 16 points, so offensively he did his thing. Some games, and towards the end, I think that was the same with Siakam. I think both of them kind of finished real strong and started to get a bit aggressive towards the end. But, uh, yeah, no, a B plus. I didn't want to throw him into the A category just yet, but, uh, you know, as good as you can get without that. So, All right, fair enough. Uh, ben, what do you got to say about OG? Ooh, I was a little higher on him. Yeah, I gave him an A because uh, it's like I said, I thought he was uh, right up there for most improved. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like 16 points a game, but he was also just a hair under being like a 50, 40, 90 guy, uh, which is rare, rare company. Um, and just uh, everything we said before, like he keeps growing, growing everything offensively. I love that power move that he's developed in the post where he just uh, backs a guy down and hits him with a big shoulder and then finishes at the rim. Um, and uh, the big one too I saw was like now he can catch it on the perimeter and uh, put the ball on the floor and you're not really too worried about it whereas before he would cough it up off his feet all the time But mm-hmm. um, so yeah I liked it a lot I think uh, he's, he's uh, like Siakam he's going to be earning that uh, new contract and I think for sure if Kyle leaves yeah him, Freddie and Pascal can all be 20 points per game like easily all right, nice. That's uh, that's fair. Uh, it's good praise there from the guys for OG. Moving up on over to Van Fleet. Van Fleet. Ben, if you want to lead this one off. Van Fleet? Uh, well, I guess yeah, we'll give him a B plus. Um, I guess that's uh, he's a bit of a victim of the expectations because he was just so great in the playoff run when we went when we won the championship. He was excellent last year. Um but the uh, the big plus was for him. Yeah, he just showed that um, uh, he'll be fine on his own if Kyle does have to uh, does have to leave the team. Um, didn't really slow down when we when we were without Kyle, and um, he keeps showing that really great chemistry with Pascal. I think they have something special there. So hopefully, we keep those two together forever. Man, he just yeah, needs be, to go to the uh, gym and shoot some shoot some shots this off season. But. Uh, he did have some fabulously awful shooting nights, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I gave him also, same as Ananobi, a B+. Plus. There we go. He's the same one there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I thought I he, had a, he had a pretty good season. Just, you know, his efficiency dipped a little bit. I'd like to see that come up, bring him back, because yeah, I thought he's coming off of a few strong seasons, so <clears throat> brought him back down to there. But, you know, still one of our uh, better players, no question, so... All right, nice. Good to uh, good to hear about Van Fleet, and I think I agree with you guys that yeah, he had a bit of an off season here and there, and based on expectations, you know, shooting percentages. But you know, he was he missed twenty games, mm-hmm. and some of it was injury, some of it was COVID, some of it was rest. So it's yeah. hard to get an accurate. Yeah, he had view. a he had a tough end of the season. That's true. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, great. So let's move uh, on to Pascal. Pascal, Kieran, what did you think? Our MVP. I gave him an <laughs> A minus. <laughs> a minus. Yeah. There you go. Breaking into the 80s. A minus. Yeah. Just because, yeah, he, he, he had a strong finish of the season. Um, he started to play like we kind of wanted him to play. <clears throat> His three point shooting was struggled big time this year. But uh, other than that, I liked him taking to the net. You know, he's averaged over 21 points a game. Um, yeah, he just did his thing. He still needs to tighten a few things up, uh, lower those turnovers a little bit, and see him get up like full A. But uh, yeah, no, he was uh, he was big for us this year. Oh, excellent. All right, that's good to hear. Pascal A minus from Kieran. Ben, what do you think? 
I actually agreed with uh, Kieran again on this one. I gave him an A minus as well. Um, outside of the COVID and everything, he was out there for most of the year. He mm-hmm. probably played maybe the most games on the team with fifty six. That's got to be up there. Boucher, just only Boucher. Boucher oh, Boucher and Stanley Johnson. Oh, yeah, that's right. Stanley played almost every Yeah, But anyway, <laughs> so Pascal was pretty much the anchor most of the year, right? Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's like you said, he's still got some more room to grow, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to see him draw more fouls. He gets a remarkably low amount of foul mm-hmm. uh, free throws. He yells and won a lot. And one every time. He, he thinks he gets a lot. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> but uh, for a guy that like that size that goes to the rim uh, like 20 times a game, he like I, I think he averages four or five uh, free throws a game. So, you know, I don't know how. I guess you got to start watching tape of LeBron to work on that or whatever. But mm-hmm. yeah. um, you, you know, more. he might. Yeah. yeah, he might not be like a true number one in this league, but he's definitely a true number two and a good one at that. So he actually leads our team in free throw attempts. That's crazy. Yeah, with it not a sense, but not a high number. Right? No, no, no. Yeah, just yeah. over five. But yeah, yeah, we yeah. just don't get calls. No, yeah, exactly. right. we've talked about that. Yeah, so yeah, both there, A minus for Pascal and the man of the hour. Everybody wants to know where he's going to be next season, mm-hmm. and every single Raptors fan, whenever any one of the teams that was rumored to be getting him does anything <laughs> wrong, makes a comment on Twitter about. You could have had you Kyle. pick these guys over <laughs> Kyle Lowry. Yeah. All right, Kyle Lowry, Ben. What is your letter grade for Kyle Lowry on the season? Oh, man, well said. Um, I wanted to be sentimental and give him, you know, A++, plus plus, <laughs> but uh, not today. Uh, I gave him a B plus. You can't really give him oh. an A just because of all the injuries and time off and everything. Same same argument I had for uh, for MVP. Um, but, you know, he did still look like as clutch and effective as ever when he was out there. He's still taking charges like a 25-year-old, um, which is awesome. Um, he put a point on his final game, uh, that one in L.A., the 37-point double-double, so that was awesome. But um, I'd say his year was, like, more eventful off the court than on it, just with, like, the three, four weeks of trade speculation and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, B-plus for the man, Kyle. Hope to see him again next year. But I gave right, Kyle a, uh, an A-. Same. Oh. Uh, I put him up there. He had, you know... Yeah, yeah, his numbers are there. He led our team in assists, pretty good scoring. You know, he gets rebounds, he takes charges. He's our, he's the leader. You know, I'm sure even, you know, we do better if Kyle Lowry wasn't on the sidelines. I feel like we'd lose even more games on the ones he sat with. So I just think uh, for what he does and everything, yeah, he's got to be up there with uh, the A-, minus. which is why I also put him as, like, the runner-up for, for my MVP because – I think he's uh, just for what he does for us. I got to give him that extra boost. All right. All good points there for Kyle Lowry. You know, it's, we'll be sad to see him go if he does go. But if he, if that is the case, the uh, shoving it in LeBron's face for his last game <laughs> as a Raptor is pretty nice. So yeah, that's coming up soon too. Their, uh, the elimination game. Yeah. That's going to be big one there. Um, how's it going in, uh, that other one there, Ben? Uh, Portland Denver. is up 13 right now. There's three and a half minutes to go yes, on the third. there you go, game go. seven. Good chance going to seven here, boys. It's, like it. uh, yeah, I think so, just by the looks of it, uh, just the way the game's going. Portland hasn't been uh, – Denver hasn't been close uh, Sweet. in quite a That's while. one of the ones we predicted would go to seven, too, there. So there you go. You did. You got that one right, Brennan. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 
All right. Well, so that is kind of the end of the year wrap up for us here. Uh, letter grades all the way down from top to bottom, bottom to top. Uh, a couple of awards there. We agreed on most of them, but fired it up a little bit for the MVP. Mm-hmm. I think we uh, covered everything that we need to cover. And then uh, we've already talked about the stuff that we're going to start getting into as it happens, the lottery, what happens with Maasai, uh, the draft. So we'll be getting all that information out there to everybody. Kieran, thank you for being with me here today. Yes, good to be back. Yeah, well, it was a pleasure. And Ben, thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Pleasure as always. We will see everybody uh, probably next week at some point or maybe a little later, depending on how news breaks and what's going on in the league. Thank you for joining us here this evening. We, as always, we love you, B, and have a great weekend. Bye-bye. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.